Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Best Journey Podcast. I am your host, Maddie, and this podcast is where I get to share the word of the Lord with you in an honest and encouraging way. And in that, I prayerfully hope and desire for God to reveal himself to you in your own journey. The heart of this podcast is found in scripture and in what God has shown me. See, the Christian walk, life itself is a journey, but what's more is your journey in and with the Lord. That is the best journey of all. So welcome to the Best Journey Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the amazing Christ-focused ministry, Armed in Faith. They encourage and equip others to share the good news of Jesus Christ because they believe everyone should know of the love, goodness, peace, and opportunity for heaven and the eternal life Jesus offers. You can check them out at armedinfaith.org. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Does that sound familiar? I'm sure we've all heard that phrase before, and truth be told, I can see both sides to this, but I'd be lying if I said I believe it because words can most definitely hurt. Some people may take things more personally and to heart more than others, and maybe you've become really good at letting things slide, and you're like, Maddie, you could say whatever you want to me. It will not affect me. Or maybe your love language is words of affirmation like me. So words hold great meaning. But at the end of the day, I think we can all agree our feelings get hurt and words matter. What people say stem from their heart. If we let our feelings and emotions go unchecked, it can be, well, deadly. What I want to focus on today is found in what you believe and what words you're letting in. Imagine you're a sponge. Sponges soak things up, right? So what are you soaking in? What are you allowing into your heart, mind, and soul? See, this is a vital part to your journey. It's crucial to know and understand. Of course, we want to be aware of what flows out of our mouth and how we talk, but are we aware of what you're allowing people to speak to and over you? Are you aware of what sticks to you, what words you hold on to, what you're hearing and allowing to seep into your being? Proverbs 18.4 says, a person's words can be life-giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling brook. Proverbs 12.18, there is one who speaks rashly like he thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. There's an analogy Jesus mentions in Luke chapter six that I love and I think is a great resemblance. He says, a good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. It matters 
what you allow yourself to hear, what words and what fruit you allow in your garden. Second Corinthians 10, five says, we break down every thought and proud thing that puts itself up against the wisdom of God. We take hold of every thought and make it obey Christ. You know the truth of what God says about you because you read it in the Bible. And when you know what God says and thinks about you, you are then able to distinguish and recognize the lies of the enemy. So when insecurity starts to tell you, you don't know anything, you're not good enough, who are you to say or do that? You're an orphan. You've gone too far. It's pointless now. You know that these are lies because you know what God says about you. So you come back and say, God calls me loved, worthy, chosen. He is here and now. I am a child of God. I am wanted. I am strong in Christ. See, you start to speak this over yourself and even other people. Because the more you study, the more you say it, not only do you believe it, but you recognize and change the way you think and talk and the things that you allow yourself to hear and believe. You see things differently now. You have a clear perspective and focus. You feel peace instead of overwhelmed. You feel strong and you recognize that you have purpose unlike the world could offer. There's passion in your steps. You feel this calm wash over you because you realize you're full and satisfied from the inside out. Your heart's on fire and even when you start to get hit from all different kinds of sides, you're still standing at the end of the day. The words that the world throws at you no longer phase you. It could sting a little, but you feel it quickly fade because you know the truth and the one whom you could only care to ever get validation from. Because you know that you're free, wanted, seen, known, and cared for. Having this self-discipline and control of our mind, our own words, and what we believe matter. It takes courage to walk this part of your journey. It is hard, but it's necessary. Words aren't empty. It's a reflection of what we believe and what's in our heart. Don't for a second believe the lie that people don't hear you or oh, it doesn't matter what you say, or, oh, they're not watching you. They are. It does. And they do. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Because of this verse, I hope you see that Jesus doesn't change. He doesn't go back on his words. Because his words are eternal. What he says should be what matters most. Because his words are alive and active. 
The Bible is our guide. It is our life tool. Psalm 119.105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The Bible is what we as Christians ought to be soaking in. As we go about our own path, our own journey, I pray that you let the Bible be your light. Jesus said it himself in Matthew 4, 4, the scriptures say no one can live only on food. People need every word that God has spoken. We're all going to answer for our actions here on earth. So in your garden, what kind of fruit are you producing and what fruit is around you? Are you allowing rot and disease to destroy your own tree? Do you need to allow God, the keeper, to prune off some branches or rotting fruit? Dwight L. Moody said, the object of the Bible is not to tell how good men are, but how bad men can become good. Ladies, that is just as much for us as it is for the men. Please don't mistake this episode as discouragement or like I'm throwing this in your face. It was revealed to me by the Holy Spirit how we're like sponges and soak in what people say and think about us. And it got me thinking, what do we really believe about ourselves? And do we even really believe or care what God says about us? Or how words hold so much power and we're seemingly so careless with them? To kind of recap here, I want to encourage you to reflect And think about how you speak and what you allow yourself to believe and soak in. Charles Spurgeon said, a Bible that's falling apart usually belongs to someone who isn't. The best thing we all can do is to get our faces in the Bible and drop to our knees in prayer. I can say with utter certainty, we will be better equipped secure, and at peace with God's words flowing constantly in our minds than the social media could ever give or what someone says or thinks about you. The more we fill our mind with the words of God that are alive, might I add, the more our heart will be filled and renewed each day, leading to the passion and purposeful walk where people will see the light and the love of Jesus with our heads held high. The Bible will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from the Bible. D.L. Moody says it best, doesn't he? To close, friends, let me pray. God, I pray for the person listening right now. May you empower them with your strength, 
hope, and perseverance. I pray they understand and grasp the power of your words, Lord, in scripture. I pray they believe it and declare it over themselves and others and soak in your wisdom and words, Lord. Light their way, light their path, be with them on their journey. May they feel your presence right now, God. Breathe life and goodness and love into them, Lord. I ask this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. Remember, friends, as you go about your day, God has for us a journey of hope and purpose. So let's give our best journey back to God with sacrifice and praise. Till next time.